Hi, my name is Lore and welcome to Life Will Provide, a podcast about learning to trust in life and knowing that you're always taken care of. Hello and welcome to another episode. I am so glad that you are here. Today is going to be a little bit different than the previous episodes. And that is because I will be reading to you a story that I wrote. It is originally in Dutch, but I will try my best to make it sound as good uh, in English. So yeah, sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy this story. In a country not that far from here, people live 20 centimeters off the ground. No one walks on the ground, and this has been the case for many years. Everyone lives with their attention in their head, with their thoughts. This is where they live. When a baby is born, up until five years, there's contact with the earth. But from five years onwards, they start to lose this and they start to walk in the air. It is from then that they start to worry. The people from Worryland are not happy with this, but that's the least of their worries. They want to make money, have a big house and be happy. But life in the air is very uncertain. People get ill very quickly. They feel tired all the time. They're sad. And still no one knows what the solution is. And no one could have guessed that when Charlie was born, it would change the future of the whole country. Charlie was born in a poor family. His parents never went to school and couldn't read nor write. Charlie's life was very normal until he turned five. Because what happened when after he turned five, he stayed with his feet on the ground. And this was a mystery for the people of Worryland. How is this possible? They wondered. When Charlie was six, he was still walking with his feet on the ground. Researchers and doctors from all over the country would come to the village. They did several tests, but they couldn't find anything different with him. But everyone who would meet Charlie would say that there is something special about him. He always smiles, animals love him, and he doesn't seem to worry as everyone else does. Charlie's parents knew that he was special and that's why they worked so hard to make sure he could go to school. But Charlie didn't worry. He didn't care and he didn't worry about what he wear, what he would eat or other things that other people would worry about. He realized very soon that life is only now. There is no tomorrow. Tomorrow is only an image in your head. But whenever Charlie would say things like this, people would get angry. How dare he say things like this? Charlie would hear them say. But that didn't upset him because he knew that this was the truth. He was, after all, the one still walking with both feet on the ground. Years pass, and Charlie has turned 12 years. 
He still doesn't have any friends and his parents worry about him. He barely goes to school and spends most of his time in nature. This is where he feels the best. But the villagers have had enough and they make a plan. The eldest of the group, Max, suggests that no one of the village is allowed to feed Charlie. Is not allowed to give Charlie any food. They would burn down his house so he wouldn't have a roof. Now let's see if he still keeps his both his feet on the ground. After a long walk in the forest, Charlie returns to the village. In the distance, he sees his mom crying. He runs towards her and asks her, what is wrong? Our house, our house, everything is gone. There was a fire and we don't have anything anymore. His mom cries. Charlie holds his mother and looks around. And he sees Max and other laughing and he realizes what's happening. Now let us see if you can live without food or without a roof, they shout at Charlie. Charlie's parents decide to move. I think it's best if you don't come with us. No one understands why you can still walk on the earth. They are so jealous of you. I really hope there will be a time that we'll see each other. Charlie feels the tears stream down his face and he sees the pain in his parents' eyes. He hugs them and gives them his last remaining money. Charlie wonders why hate and jealousy can fill the hearts of fellow villagers. If only they could see the world as he sees it. There is enough for everyone. He takes a last look at where, where his house used to be and walks away from the village. He decides to sit under a tree and watches the birds. The birds are flying around, collecting branches for their nest and they're singing of joy. In that moment, Charlie realizes that everyone is being looked after, both animals and people. And even though there is sadness in his heart, he feels that everything will be fine. He just knows that he doesn't need to worry. Years pass, and the village where Charlie used to live has known very difficult times after Charlie's leaving. Droughts, floods, hunger. There is nothing they can do except for leaving the village. And after days of walking and being completely exhausted, they see in the distance a little hut. And around the hut there are fields with an abundance of food. There is a river. There are trees that are offering shade for the whole village. Heaven! We arrived in heaven! Someone shouts. Let's ask if we can come and live here says another. As fast as they could, they run to the huts and they knock. And to their amazement, a familiar face opens the door. It is Charlie. Charlie, Max says, while dropping on his knees. Please help us. We are starving. We don't have a home anymore. We don't have anything anymore. Charlie 
looks at his fellow villagers and smiles. He says, of course, there is enough for everyone. Please sit down, I'll bring you something to eat and to drink. After a few hours, the villagers have rested from their long trip. And the village chief starts talking to Charlie. Charlie, we are so grateful. But look at us, we don't have anything. We don't have any money. Most of us are sick and we can't pay you back. But your sincere gratitude is worth more than any amount of money, Charlie says. I give because I want to give. I do not want anything in return. I told you, you do not need to worry. Everything will always be fine. Max overhears this conversation and asks Charlie, Charlie, how did you get here? Last time we saw you, you had no money, no food, and no place to stay. Yes, that's true, but life looked after me. I didn't know what to do, so I just sat under a tree for a long time. And after a while, animals brought me food. I got nuts, berries, and I, didn't, I couldn't even eat it all. But after a few hours, I realized that I needed to leave the village and the area, so I just started walking, not knowing where to go. After a few days walking, I saw this hut. It was empty, and the fields around it were dry, just like the river was. The owner of the hut came to me and said I could live here for free if I would work on the fields. But he said... Nothing has been growing here for years, but I could give it a try. Everyone was very surprised. There was nothing growing. The river was empty. How is that possible? There's so much food and water now. Well, that's what happens when you don't worry. Then everything is fine. Good things happen in your life. Why do you think that you live and walk in the air? That's because you live in your head. You live in the future. You live in the past. And this only happens in your head. Just come to where I am, right here, right now, and I promise you, you will never lack anything, Charlie says. The villagers gathered. Well, what do we have to lose? Just look at the food. Maybe Charlie's right. Why don't we just give it a chance? The village chief turns to Charlie and asks, Charlie, could we stay with you? Can you teach us how to live in the present moment? I would love to, Charlie replied. Weeks pass and the villagers are feeling better and better. They don't have any belongings nor possessions and still they feel better than ever. The distance between the people and the earth is becoming smaller and smaller. For the first time in years, they can hear the singing of the birds. They can feel the winds. They can feel the sunlight on their skin. Very early one summer day, the villagers are awoken up by a very loud scream. They run outside to see what happens and they couldn't believe their eyes. Katie, the youngest of the villagers, is standing with both feet on the ground. She lies on the ground and starts kissing the earth. 
everyone starts dancing and cheering. And in that moment, a rainbow appears. And everyone is being lowered all the way to the earth. For the first time in many, many years, they are walking back with their feet on the ground. The healing energy of Mother Earth heals the residue of tiredness and sickness. It is one big party. No one's thinking about tomorrow or has sadness from the past. The villagers celebrate till very early in the morning and fall peacefully to sleep. Worrylands is now finally released of its worries, and that all because of Charlie. The news spreads fast across the country. Even the king is visiting, but the best visit is the one from Charlie's parents, and they all lived happily ever after. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider subscribing to Life Will Provide and leaving a rating and or review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or whatever podcast app you use.